Hey guys, Drummer here. Hope you guys are having a great time, but just want you guys to know that we do have a YouTube channel right now, and it would be awesome if you guys checked it out. Go ahead and type in Drum and Drummer in the YouTube search bar, and you will see our beautiful faces there. And we are putting out amazing content uh, with our beautiful faces, and we hope you guys enjoy. However, if you are enjoying just simply listening to us, go ahead and stay here on the podcast. The episode will be coming up right now. We are rolling. Dude, Dalton. We're warming up, Dalton. Dalton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dalton. Yeah, yeah. Salty, Dalty. What's up, baby? Dude, it's so dusty up here. Is it? Yeah. I was thinking, you want me to, want me to. Can you dust it off? I got you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me just do this real quick. How's that? Dude, so clean. So clean. Thank you. For people that are listening, I'm wearing something. Dalton looks like a Sith Lord. I am or, a Sith Lord. Or like every mom on Christmas morning when they are uh, in their robes. Yeah, like like this, all put together. So Dalton, give, give a shouty-touty and tell us what you're wearing. Shouty-touty to the bestest, most amazing people or person. Uh, and me, Matthew, and David do love very much dearly. Very much. So do. Uh, shouty-touty to... Sushi and Andy, and then together, Sushi and and Andy. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, I I vented about me wanting to wear one of these dude male dusters, male duster things, and I honestly told her I was like I'd never probably buy myself one, but. She was sweet enough to actually just do it on her own and buy me one. And I told her I would wear it for the episode, but it is so hot. Um, so probably by break, I will be changing. Um, but you know what? Uh, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. If we just had the windows open. But we can't do that because it would ruin our audio. Matt. Huh? I This feels like Pause so cool. I'm dreaming. Th- Matt, this feels so cold. <laughs> you guys are running two different ideas here. <laughs> Burr. Dude, Dalton, are you also are you dreaming right now? Um I'm I'm my mother on Christmas morning. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, dude, why are you cold? Because it's it's a white Christmas. David, roll the intro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody. Week 57. Week 57, guys. That's 5 plus 5. That's 10 times 10. Fuck. 5 plus 5. That's 10 plus 5. 15 plus 5, 20. Back it up. Roll it forward. 20 plus 20 is 40, right? 40 plus 10, 50 plus 5, 55 plus 3, 57. That's definitely 58. So we're going to subtract it from one week, 57, guys. And as always, we're your host. I'm Drum. That is 58. I'm Drummer. And this is a podcast about brotherhood and the three S's, storytelling. Supernatural. And self-improvement. And on that note, self-improvement, we're going to start with a quick little update about our Icelandic brother over here. What's up, guys? Uh, I've been doing my um, Norwegian learning sessions. Uh, I'm still in the introduction phase of it. It's a lot of uh, uh, Enman, Enfina. Uh, I think it's Guli. 
Guri for a little boy. Um, I, yeah, it's, so it's, weak, it's like a lot of like the, the and, and Guro and Guro is little boy is, is a, a boy. Um, they've been going more with more and more with the sentences and stuff. It's weird how like sometimes you can kind of see where like they say like a or an, like a lot of those are all together instead of like we would say an in a sentence or a in a sentence that they, they mean separate things. But for Norwegian, Norwegian and, and, and Swedish as well. Um, they both, it's just, it's all means the same thing. You just use it for that same context and then you just get it. So that's kind of been interesting to look into like a lot of their stuff. Like even, and is very much like, it's just a bunch of other words with that. So they just kind of put it, put it together, which I think is kind of smart. That's cool. That's cool. Um, just we're going, we're going, we're, we're in this, uh, Dalton and I watched this really cool, like documentary show. Uh, remember on Netflix, it was about the dude. Yes. So it's crazy to me, like these different sports that exist. I don't know the name of the documentary. Um, it's a sport based in Spain. Oh, it's called home games. It's not, it's not Spain. It's in it, Italy. It's in Italy. It's, it's on Netflix. It's called home games. Home games. Each episode is a different type of sport that yeah. is played in a country that most people don't know, know about. It's like the national sport. Isn't, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's only played once a year. So, so this sport, I don't know the name of it. I can't remember, but essentially it's, if you had a combination of rugby, MMA, soccer, soccer, and it's, it's an amazing sport and I wish we could play it in the States. So essentially you can, so there's four teams, the reds, the whites, the blues and reds, whites, blues, green, no, no, green, purple. no, purple, no, we're going to go with, we're going to red, go with, wait, red, white, green. I think it is purple. We're going to go with purple. Wait, no, red, white, green, purple. Or, oh yes. <laughs> so we're going to go with purple. So, uh, and the only way you can join one of these teams is if you are born in that specific uh, area, specific of area Italy, of yeah. Italy. Yeah, this is Calcio Sorico. Yes. yes, yes. You probably butchered that. Um, I feel like it's not amazing. Ask Rachel. Yeah, uh, but so essentially, what it is is imagine the the two teams that are facing off. You have these goals that are the entire width of the field in the very back. Yeah, they have a like soccer ball. And essentially what happens is you have these people that stand in the back and you have these two lines of people in the front. The lines of the people in the front, literally, I'm not exaggerating, they stand in front of each other and they fight one another. And what happens is when you get knocked to the ground, you can't get up until the point is scored. Yeah. Right? So the idea is to get your opponent on the floor as quick as possible to open up a lane for the people in the back to run through to try and score a goal. But it, you take them to the ground by any means necessary. Yeah, there's punching, fighting, tackling. Um, literally, like, people get, like, drop kicked from the back. Like, they don't give a yeah. fuck. Yeah, like, there's people standing there, and you'll just see somebody come running up and, like, just tackle their their pelvis. And you see their whole body just, like, uh-huh. like it's insane. What was weird, though, is that when somebody brought somebody down... I think since they both brought each other down at the same time, they both had to stay down on the ground. So they were just fighting the whole time they were down. I still think they can trip up people. They can still do stuff, but it ha- they have to be on the floor. Yeah. So they and, were like, fuck, dude. They were And, and the craziest war story that somebody brought up was one time somebody got hit so hard that their eyeball popped out of their eye and they were holding it in their hand. 
And I guess this is like like the the worst injury that's ever happened, and everybody in all of Italy knows about it. Yeah. But um, it was crazy, man. Like that was a really it was cool, very cool to watch. Super cool, super yeah. interesting. The like colors it. are blue, red, white, and green. Ah, green, blue. Which one did we miss? We blue. No, we said blue. No, we said red, white, green, purple. Ah, how do we forget blue? Fuck. Anyways, uh, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. I like little cultural things like that. Yeah, like, that was super that cool. was fun. We're gonna watch more episodes, but yeah. that was the one that we did have time to watch and. We did watch, and we didn't get too drunk before that, so we were good. Yeah. But, uh, dude, Dalton, so I need to know, I need to ask you a very... I got an answer, buddy. I need to ask you a very personal question. I got an question, answer, big guy. There's been a challenge going around, dude. This, and is, this is a really old this challenge. This is a really old challenge. This is a really Matthew. old challenge, dude, and it's, it's resurfacing because I just read this on the Google Doc, so <laughs> it's now resurfacing for everybody. Uh, what the... How did you accidentally almost do the banana and Sprite challenge? <laughs> So I believe we were at a party. We were all doing something. And there was bananas and there was Sprite. And <laughs> I really want to eat a banana. <laughs> but then I really wanted to drink a Sprite. And I had no idea. I didn't think about any of this. And I was like, why is Natalie like watching me? Like she's just like, I kind of like, what the fuck is he doing? And I was willingly just grabbing the banana, opening it. I poured myself some Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> I took a bite out of the banana. And she comes running towards you. She's like, Dalton, Dalton. And I was like, what? And she's like, don't, don't do that. You're going to, you're going to throw up. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So she, she saved me from throwing up before the party even began. That would have been so bad. That would have been fucking so hilarious. So bad. Was I there? What party was this? I don't know. Damn it. I wish I was there. Can I, can I vent real quick? Yeah, bro. Go for it. So I've been, as people may know, I've been bulking and... <laughs> <laughs> and uh there's one thing i i eat a lot of peanut butter uh so what i do is i'll take the peanut butter i'll take a scoop uh, uh a very big scoop and i'll put it in my protein shake and i've noticed something everybody likes like even if you don't like peanut butter fine but most people like peanut butter and when you like peanut butter you like to just eat it off the spoon right like that's why i like to eat my peanut butter sometimes just off the spoon just suck on that bitch you know what i mean for sure for sure it tastes completely different when it's just on your finger and it i fucking hate it i hate the way peanut butter tastes just off your finger if you guys are at home i guess have peanut butter try, try a scoop peanut butter on your spoon and come back com- compared to like a scoop peanut butter on your finger it's probably because you get all the salt from your finger it tastes horrible and i hate it when are you eating this peanut butter like and what did you just do with your hand you I like wash my your hands. butt with it or no, something i wash my hands but it just tastes gross. Like yeah, it doesn't taste right. You, you, no, no, no. This isn't about me having gross fingers. This is about the peanut butter difference. I think this is all about you having this, gross fingers. No, this fingers. is literally about. I, I wash my hands this with is, soap. No, but this is the. Like, then maybe it's the soap regard, that you're tasting. No, but regardless, if you wash your hands or you're clean, f- like human flesh has a taste. Like it's not going to taste like off of a spoon. But why would that and, change the and, whole flavor no, of the I'm peanut butter? I'm not a cannibal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last time I had a finger. <laughs> but I do think like. It just, it has a very different flavor. Like, it just tastes more peanut buttery. Like, it tastes more peanut than peanut buttery. You know what I mean? And I don't like it. And it pisses me off. It's kind of like how, like, a White Claw in the can is so good. But if you pour it out of the can into a glass, it just tastes terrible. Also, peanut butter, like, when you have to wash, like, I can eat peanut butter, but I can't, like, wash it. It makes me want to puke. What is, how do you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like when you have it on a spoon, you gotta wash the spoon so, and you have to take the peanut so, butter off. 
And oh, the, you you just the, don't like the texture, oh, of the texture oh, and oh, the oh. smell. I thought you meant wash oh. your peanut butter before you what, eat it. What's worse, the texture and smell of washing peanut butter, or the texture and smell of washing ketchup? I can't. I would that. do ketchup all day compared to no, peanut butter. Really? Yeah, I can't. yeah. I would fucking lick that ketchup off. Yeah, there was one like summer. I like Dalton had like corn dogs or whatever, and he left Are you the sure ketchup. Sure, wasn't your chicken nuggets? Positive. Uh, Dalton like put a bunch of ketchup on a plate and he left it in there and then I like had to wash it and then like when I hit like the the water spray and it hit the ketchup and the scent just just like perfectly went into my nose and it was ever since then like I can't I didn't have ketchup for a while with like weenies too like like hot dogs hot dog weenies like you like sometimes it just you don't drink the water no Uh, sometimes they have like a stench to it yeah like a smell you know, it makes you want to throw up. Yeah, like canned or something like that. No, these these are from these are the like the ballpark ones. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, I was thinking about that, and I wrote it down because I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Hey, um, can you ask the question that you asked me earlier this week, but you haven't let me answer yet? Oh, okay. So, so just so you guys know, Dalton literally will come up with topics and be, like, "Hey, Matt." I'm going to ask you this. Don't answer now, but just know, you know, wait till next Tuesday, seven days from now, we can talk about this. Because this question is really interesting. Um, and I think it can be taken both ways. And um, again, like everyone's allowed to have their own opinion. This is just drum and drummer. But um, I want to ask Matthew, like, do you consider art easy or hard? And answer that with how you think. Okay. Do you want to go first? Do you want me? Yeah, to I, I can go first. I've been thinking about it. I think the perception of something being hard is better, you know, because nobody, nobody wants to have some like have an easy job, right? Everyone wants to have a hard job, like they work for it, right? And art, I believe, is a hard job, but it can be perceived as easy because the creativity level of others, some people, some people don't understand the creativity levels that it takes for something like that, right? So you think about it that when somebody does a piece of work and it's literally a splat of black paint pushed all in all these different directions and people like people don't see that as art sometimes they see that as just somebody just spreading something on on a on a on a canvas and being like that's that's my art but he has such a nice and like such a big name in the industry that it gets sold for millions of dollars but in reality sometimes like do I think that happens? Yeah. But also like there's people out there that let their emotions and put their lives and their, the way they express themselves is through that. And that's hard to do. It's hard to express yourself, right? Like everyone has a hard time doing that. And I think that art wants, artists want to be perceived as it being a hard job, but it comes so easy to them that people don't perceive that as hard, but everybody wants everybody wants something to be perceived like difficult because they work so hard on it. Right. But art can definitely be easy as well. Well, that's uh so there's a, it's a mixture. There's no way you get one answer out of it, but it makes you just go in these circles and you just keep thinking about all the different art that you've seen and how cool it is. But also like, is it really that hard? Like, and then you question everything. Well, uh, it fucks I, me up. Uh, I think that like techniques of art are very hard. Um, I have friends that have, you know, bachelors in fine arts and having a fine arts degree is, you know, very impressive for a lot of people uh, or for a lot of, you know, places and it, that and are that's hiring. true. There's also so many different levels. But, of art. but the thing is that, like, I think techniques themselves are hard, but I think it's like anything else. Right. Like 
it's very hard in the fact that, you know, there's techniques. And I think that when you judge something by a criteria, yes, there's definitely like levels, whatever you want to call it. But also at the same time, like almost anything can be considered art, you know, um, like, and it really just, it depends on the person creating it. Like if I'm making art and I just throw something on some canvas, like I just splash some paint and it means something to me, then does it really matter? I think it kind of does because you want people to like it. That's the reason. That's If you're going to sell your art, you're doing it not just for you, but for like you to express yourself and show others your, your work. But what got you there? It wasn't you making art that other people is going to like. But wasn't it's, that the goal? It, was it? I don't know. Sometimes I'm not it can be. I, I mean, for me, like... I know me and David always talk about working on stuff together and we've done some things together on like that, but I I want people to enjoy my vision. I don't think art is something you get into to make money. I think it's a labor of love. I don't think it's like your way to like, is it, I think it can be a way to get money though. Cause you, there were, there was a moment where people were going and like, like YouTubers or, um, People on TikTok would splash a bunch of stuff and do abstract work and sell it on eBay for like $60,000. Okay. And that was a thing that, that, was, that, was, that was like a thing that was going on for a while. Uh-huh. So it is possible and that's I, easy I, to do. I'm not saying that that's not possible. What I'm saying is, is that the art of yet, like remember people would do this. They would get, uh, I don't know if it was crayons or whatever. They'd get a canvas. They'd put a bunch of crayons at the top and then they'd blow dry it and it would melt or whatever. Yeah, right. That's cool. Like, the act of that itself is easy easy because you have to just, you know, you blow dry it. But in your example of a YouTuber selling the art, they're really selling the brand that they've spent years building that has nothing to do with art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, true. it's, it's really a byproduct of everything that they've built. So was the act of creating that art piece easy? Yes. Was it hard to sell it no because they did all the hard work in another platform that then translates over to that but what i'm saying is is that i don't think if you go and you talk to any artist that is in the uh quote-unquote traditional art field right that they call themselves an artist and i I, artist is a very broad term and such a broad term I'm, i'm specifically speaking about like painters visual art yes right um I would be very surprised if anybody tells you that they got into that line of business for the money. Yeah, I, I can believe that, you know that people I mean? don't. Because it's something that you start so young yeah. and it's just a labor of love and then yeah. you get really, really into it. And then eventually, yes, money does come into play for, for a lot of people, of right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's both. I think anything is, I don't know. I feel like I don't give a lot of like hard answers because I don't really think. But that's, it's an answer that you can't. You can't really answer. Like, just, it's just, a, just your I just point think of view. a lot of things are black and white in this world. Like, I it's, think there's a lot of gray all over the so place. There's so much. There's so much. Like, I have a lot of respect for artists and how, how they work and stuff. And I've been really getting into just, like, getting, like, actual pieces of work mm-hmm. um, from independent artists that I really like. Instead mm-hmm. of just getting stuff off Amazon or shit. Like, I want to find unique things. Mm-hmm. And the artists that I have been finding, I think are very unique and with, with the work that they do. Like I showed you Jimmy Jam, boom, bam, Jimmy Jam, boom, bam. And he has amazing shit. Yeah, this stuff's crazy. And it's just like, he's just a really chill vibe and I love it. And I'm like, I'm going to buy his work. And it's just like, that has to be so hard to do. But also like now that he's just selling them and he's starting to sell out, like he's making money. 
and it's like how like is it difficult now to do it like is it harder now that you have this pressure that everybody's on you to make this work good or is it easier in that sense of being like okay i'm making money now i can do whatever i want really i think it's a i mean i feel like i could ask you the same question yeah like we do this podcast you know what i mean in no way shape or form am i comparing what we put out to the quality of jimmy jam boom bams because two different worlds um (laughs) but like do you feel more pressure now that we have social media we've been more active we have videos now like do you feel more pressure to do research on all of these things because you know what i mean like yeah i guess that doesn't because i mean it hasn't affected us but what i'm saying is that if he was already putting out that quality right Uh people are buying it out and marketing scarcity is an amazing tool to use and i feel like because of scarcity a lot of times that's why things like you know kylie jenner's lip kits that's why anything kylie jenner puts out is sold out in seconds right yeah, yeah if you look at any type of festival or concert the vip tickets or any type of tickets especially if there's a limited quantity sell out so Unlimited. quick you know what i mean yeah and so i think it's the same thing where it's like nothing really changes for him unless he wants it to he sees the money coming in he's like okay if i can mass produce this I could probably make this much more. Yeah. But I feel like a an artist would be like, I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose that quality of me handcrafting each of these or, yeah. or yeah. whatever that looks like, yeah. you know? So um, there's there's a story of Pablo Picasso when he was like later in life and he was at a, at a restaurant. I fucking love this story. And he was going to leave and a fan comes up to him and goes, hey, would you be able to sketch something for me? And she gives him a, a napkin and he draws a little goat and she goes to grab it back and he holds it and he goes, you owe me a hundred thousand dollars. And she goes, what are you, are you insane? That took you like 30 seconds to draw. And he goes, no, this took me 40 years. Yep. Uh, and so that kind of sits with what, what Matt's saying about it. You know, it, it's the name he's built for himself. It's, yeah. it's the, the time he's put in to make that reputation for himself, which makes anything he does, uh, I don't know about hard, but successful. Yeah. And I think you're like I think, reputable. <clears throat> I think there's a little bit of confusion between successful and difficulty, mm-hmm. which I think also depends. I, uh, I think also is very difficult to talk about art and terms of difficulty be, when art is something that is done for a lot of expression. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. I know Matt, you know, Matt has express like personal expressions, but they're not in the forms of like spreadsheets. Prove me wrong. Nah, they're not. But like, you know, Excel sheet? <laughs> he's not, his, his sales pitch is an art, you know, in itself. It's an art form. Yeah. But that's different than I think what you're talking about. I just thought it was an interesting question because there is so many ways you can go with that with, with just art in general. Um, I agree. And that's where it's I like, like it. Yeah. When, you know, I'm someone where, where like making the music, making, doing anything like that, yeah. all this stuff, I do it because it's my expression. So I don't care if it's good or not because I just need to do it yeah. so I can feel whole. Yeah. Uh, you two are both very much like, if I'm going to make this art uh, form, it needs to be good so that other people like it, not just me. Yeah. 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 That's very true. But you guys have a you guys have a little box behind that cooler right there. No, oh, get yes, moved? yes, you know, grabbing that. So, can I blow my nose real quick? Yeah. If you guys were one of the individuals that gave us your address, 
you should have received or will be receiving our Christmas cards. They came in. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, this will be the first time you're seeing it. Oh, that is disgusting. Go to the fucking bathroom, dude. Uh, that's the front. That's the back. I designed them. I really just picked the pictures to put in the slots. Uh, but if we have some extra ones, uh, if you guys would like them, go ahead and DM, DM us your address, and we'll make sure we get those out to you. Um, you know, it's funny. The only one I haven't sent is the one that of the friend, the very first one to tell me, hey, I want this. I totally forgot to send it to him, so I'm going to do that. Sorry, Germando. Um, but yeah, so it's been cool. I know, uh, Dom and I put us on their Christmas tree, uh, and a couple others had sent it. I'm sorry. I'm blanking on your guys' names, um, on who sent it in, but super excited to see that. Um, so I wanted my aunt's house right now. Speaking of my aunt's house, there is a topic that I would like to speak about. It is something that I realized later on in life, um, later on being about, you know, last year, but I was talking to Sarah Adams earlier this week. and Shouty Toddy. Shouty Toddy, Sarah. Shouty um, And she was asking me, she's like, Matt, you know, I just, you know, she was telling me some things that were going on. And we got into this topic about standards and like, like holding ourselves to a higher standard than what we've done. Yeah. And her and I were talking about this. And there's a story that um, I always refer to, which is uh, – my mom, at a really young age, she bought me a Tony Al- a Tony Robbins like album set, right? It was like this like whole like Saturday motivational speech thing. And there's a story in there that I I just think is really fascinating, and it caused me to really think about this. And so the story goes that Tony went to speak to a bunch of Marines that had been out for like a seventy two hour ruck or whatever, whatever. So very little sleep, very little food, very little water. And he was supposed to give these guys a motivational speech. Now, talk about a hard like situation to try and motivate people in, right? Because yeah. you know all they want to do is eat, drink, and sleep. Like That's literally it, yeah. especially if you've been up and hiking and doing God knows what for that long. And Tony uh, got there early, and he was with the colonel or whatever, and they were flying some helicopter, and they were talking. And he asked the colonel, he goes, I, I have a question. Why is it that when so many of these people get out of the military, they go back to their way of living? Like the way that the same thing they were doing before they came in here, why is it that they go back? Clearly there are some habitual changes that happen, but they go back to that. Why is that? And the colonel, like as if it was just like the most like common sense thing in the world was just like, it's because this is the highest standard that they were, they will ever be held to. And Tony was like, that's really interesting. And so, you know, then he goes on this whole thing about why don't we as, you know, just individuals, we get to a place of complacency where we just decide this is the standard that we're going to live at. And it a lot of times takes an outside force to then raise that standard or let us realize that we expect we should expect more of ourselves. And why don't we just raise the standard ourselves? So. I had this revelation, you know, a couple of years ago. And so something that I've been doing every year since then is around this time, I do goal setting for the upcoming year. Um, it's a living document. I've either, I complete it, I change it, something happens. I know something's not going to work. It's really, it's a work in progress at all times. But um, I got to sit down with my cousins and I brought them along with me for this year's goal setting, which is what we did tonight. But um, I guess that's kind of a qu- open question to you guys. Like, have you guys ever thought about that? Like the, like why you hold yourselves to a certain standard and then have you ever actively moved it or noticed that the standard has been moved? 
holding myself to a certain standard. I feel like that, I don't know. I never even thought about it like that. Like hold, like I feel like that's even like a type of limitation you put on yourself too. Like if you get to that standard or you get past it, like what's next, right? I don't think like, I, I just don't, I don't know if I think like that, like a, a standard, but I do, like I do understand goal setting. But I mean, that's what all three of us have very much in common is we all have goals we want to achieve and we're going to achieve those goals. I don't know if I consider that a standard. Is that, would that be considered a standard for that? Would you not go to the gym ever? If, I, if what? I don't know. Just like say you wake up and you just decide that you, you're not going to go to the gym. Like you're, no, would you I ever... instantly regret it. Okay. See like that, but you hold yourself to a standard of being somebody that goes to the gym. Like that's the bare minimum for you. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Um, like I feel like standard has this like negative connotation. Of, I just like, don't, I don't understand I need to get what that's... A's or B's. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think we automatically go back to that, but it's just more of like when you speak to somebody that is, for instance, like taking a stance on a, um, a food preference, right? They are vegetarian. They're vegan. Their standard is that they don't eat meat, that they, they aren't somebody that doesn't eat meat. They are someone, they they are someone who doesn't eat meat. That is just a part of them now. That is their standard. Yeah. Right. Like. You meet somebody like you think about standards of living, like people just grow accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Like that's a great, you know, uh, comparison, Uh you know, that they do things to live this standard of lifestyle that they're at. But we don't do that personally. So a lot of times we it's easy to think about. Yeah, I'm somebody that lives in a three bedroom home. You know what I mean? Stuff like that, like monetary stuff. But what about like values and, and, and stuff like that? You know, I guess I do hold values pretty high. But I just, I've always liked the idea of being better than the year before. Um, I don't, I don't really care for New Year's resolutions. I don't think that shit works. Um, I think, I think if you want to do it, you're going to do it. And if you don't, then you don't. I think it's very simple. There, There's no, it's very black and white. Like if you're ready for it, if you're ready to take that next step and move forward in your life, you're going to fucking do it, whether it's fucking january or freaking november like it doesn't matter you're gonna make a change so uh, i think goal setting for us at this point in time i think it was really good for the whole family i think we all really enjoyed it yeah. and it was cool for everyone to see certain sides of each other that they don't normally see and the vulnerabilities that we have and uh why we want to work on our certain selves for these reasons so it was super it was super eye-opening for me to see my cousins in a vulnerable state and what they have their value set on and what Matthew has his value set on. And I think it was really good for all of us to figure all that stuff out. Um, but I definitely do like encourage everybody to do this. Like the goal setting, what we did, we did business, we did um, yeah, personal so, and, and, and spiritual. So, so the way that we set it up, it's kind of different. I've never done it like this before. I usually just kind of like have them list it out, but it's, For instance, like for me, like, you know, business, I have my business goals. I have my own personal business plan for the upcoming year. I do that a lot too. Um, And so, you know, I I write those down. But the problem with a lot of goals is that they're so broad that they become kind of audacious and they become very like, like, you know, uh, it's a very daunting task to even think about achieving that. So what I do a lot of the times is what I would, my role today was really like, you know, you have 
three areas of your life, right? You have your business or whatever makes you money. Uh, you have personal. So, you know, like for instance, like, you know, I have relationships that I really want to invest in this year, uh, and stuff like that. And then you have spiritual. So that's, you know, whatever that means to you. If you grew up in a specific religion, uh, how do you strengthen that? How do you strengthen your bond and your ties to that? If you have a certain ideology, how do you continue to pursue that? If you don't have one and you really want to try and figure that out this year, uh, what does that look like for you? Right? So, uh, go through and you write that down. Then what you do is you do these, uh, this idea that I got from this book called Atomic Habits. And it's make the first step so simple that you can't not do it. For instance, you want to start running every morning. Put your socks and your shoes right next to your bed. So right when you wake up, all you have to say is all I got to do is put my shoes on. And that's the first step. And then you go. Or sleep in your damn shoes. Right? So for instance, like for me, it's like I want to build my presence on LinkedIn this year. What? Is, what? Sleep with your shoes on? Don't you sleep naked? Me? Yeah. Yes. So but Matthew's problem is your, running you in the morning. your socks, your shoes, and you go. Okay, I would get dressed normally, David. <laughs> I feel like um, that'd be an interesting concept to look at, like to run to naked. To look at, to just wear wear your shoes sleeping. You never done that? And then even then, would you like? You've never gone have to your sleep just on like, as well, like everything on, everything on before you run. You've never gone to sleep like completely dressed? No. Oh. No, I always strip. Every time. Can't help it. Um, so you you take this like broad goal and you just break it down step by step, like the most basic of things, like what you need to do in order to make that happen. And then what happens is by the end of it, you have your game plan. You have literally everything you need to do. And but the reason why this is so much better than the New Year's resolutions is that this is, like you said, an ongoing. It's a living document. It's a living document. So you're always working on it. If you need to change it, you change it. It's not this. This is this is a different look at it. Like, is is this considered a new resolution? Maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like, this is something that it's not just set. Like, you're not you're not just gonna lose thirty pounds and that's it. Like, if you want to do more than that, like, change the document, make things better for you, and just make sure you can look at it once a week and just remember why you're doing these things. But now, the the thing that I think is important with what you know, having people do this with you is, we're all gonna give each other. Our own, like we're all going to have a copy of every single everyone else's goals and then it becomes accountability, you know, so say I don't achieve something at the end of the year, we will have a conversation. So what happened? And it's not in a negative way. Like, really? Why did you? It's not a failure. It's like, okay, what happened? Why didn't you achieve this? Let's talk about it and figure out what went wrong. And maybe What's life you, just yeah. happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that's very possible. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like. You know, okay, if something happened and it was just because you were lazy and you go, you know, you have all these excuses. If, if I do that, I guarantee you everybody, every single one of my cousins will be like, man, you were just being lazy. Like, stop, stop making excuses. You know, and yeah. the same thing I would do that for any of them. So it also has this accountability factor. And then when it's people you're close with, you, you get to see each other, like Don said, in a vulnerable state and you get to like develop this bond. And, and you understand and, them on a different level. Like, I feel like. Uh, not not really for us but like for our cousins like we see them we talk to them we joke with them we we've had we've had moments with every single one of them but then to see where they're at and mindset wise you know like it's just it brings out a different side and you see them as as it like differently than you saw them just as a cousin side like they're like legit as humans yeah just they have similar issues that we all have like stuff that we didn't know we would you know relate on we relate on yeah they have their own dreams goals struggles and everything yeah. you know and so that was really cool that was that was a good idea by matthew and fun to do 
So when Dalton told me about this earlier, it sounded it, it sounded to me like a, like New Year's resolutions. But then when he was going through them, some were much more value based. Mm-hmm. And so when he was telling me that, my question was, how do you how do you have quantifiable results for a goal setting that is value based? Um. So can you like just give so me? So don't like- don't your do you remember your answer? Um. I think so. I talk a lot, but from what I, what I can remember saying is talking about how like this has been something I've been continue kind of like continuously working on. Like it's not just starting now. Like I can see the difference in myself. Um, but I can't really remember what the fuck I told you actually. You, you just said, you know yourself. Yeah. Like I was, I, okay. Yes. I, I was talking to him and I was like, I know, that I've changed a lot recently and I've been learning so much about myself and really, really just focusing on who I am. Right. And I can see these changes and I saw these issues that I wanted to fix within with me as a person. And when I was talking about it and when I was like, this really helped today because I was talking to Matt, Caleb, Aubrey and Jared about it. And I was like, I realized that I've been working on all these things, things that I've been wanting to get done. I've been continuously working on, and I, that's when everything clicked. I was like, wait, like, I'm actually, I'm doing this. Like, I just didn't write it down. And so that that gave me a result of being like, oh, okay, like, I can keep doing this. This is only going to get better from here. Like, for this is like a new starting point. From where I was however long ago to now, it's a very different person. You know what I mean? And I can see the results. So I think having a number is cool. But I, I, hate, I hate putting limits to things. And I really hate being timed. Um, it's just a personal thing that I really don't fucking like. So I don't do that to myself. It's more of where I'm at feeling like uh, like where I want to be ideally. But I don't ever want to put a set state. I feel like that's too much. That's too much pressure. And it, But it's for my own like personal mindset, uh, like spirituality goals that I have for myself. You know? But it's different than for like working out or doing that stuff. It's very different. Uh- I think the answer to your question is each individual has to define what success is for them, right? Um, It takes us back to, so book club, uh, subtle art of not giving a fuck, right? Uh, One chapter talks about this great guitar player that was in Metallica and then he got kicked out, right? And then he went on and his goal, right? The only, what he set his bar at to be successful was that he needed to be bigger than Metallica. Goes out gets a new band, go mega band, tours the world, millions of dollars, killer, killer, like just band. amazing life. It was mega death, uh, right? But You said mega band. I was like, that sounds but, like mega death. Is that even? <laughs> but in his eyes, he was never successful huh. because he was never bigger than Metallica. He never made them feel like, damn, we missed out because we didn't keep him in the band. Uh, even though in every other metric, he was successful because his bar and his his determination of what success was was so high was was not any of those metrics but something else that he just was like it needs to be this he was never he never considered himself successful i would like to know what he would have considered to be like that's that's the point i knew that i was better i wonder where that would have been for him because if he was ready for metallica like I, th- I think it probably those been, standards had to be so it probably ridiculous. Would, it, it would either been a the Metallica like comes up and apologizes and says they made a mistake kicking him out, or, or they, B, he opens or, for Metallica, or, or B, not, they Metallica open. opens for him, yes, something like yes. that. Yeah, 
Um, but back to your original question, if it's value-based, I think you have to set your own like standards for success. And that's kind of what I told everybody. I pushed everybody today to get very specific on what they wanted. Yeah. Dates. Uh, for instance, like for me, like one of my things is for business, I need to create a video sales letter, which is just a landing page with a video of me talking, a bunch of copywriting with the goal of getting people to fill out a form, right? I have a date I need to get that done by. And I expect a, a call if I don't get it done by then, or at least somebody being, like, Hey, let me see it, you know? Um, but when it's something more value-based, like, you know, I need to be comfortable with being alone. I need to be, you know, I want to be more joyful. I don't think there's a, a hard metric, but I think like it comes in those quiet moments where you've been by yourself all day and then you're just kind of like, whoa, like you realize it. you're like, I'm not like sad that I'm by myself. I'm actually legitimately enjoying myself. You mm -hmm. know, I think those are the moments and it might come in that year. It might yeah. come three years from now, but yeah. you wouldn't start if you don't do this stuff. Yeah, if you don't you have know? it in your mind to do those things and you're not willingly doing it, then you're never going to do it. But I, I think goal setting was, a, I'm very happy that I did it with the family. I wasn't going to do it with you guys, but um, I'm happy that I came and did it with you guys. It was a lot of fun. That's cool. Ready for a break? Yeah, let's do it. What are you drinking, Matt? Tequila. And ginger beer. Okay. I'm drinking uh, cran grape juice, cranberry and grape juice. Cran grape juice? Cran grape. It's called cran grape. It's actually the best juice in the world. It's my favorite. Wait, the juice itself? Oh, wow. It's cran yeah. grape. It's amazing. He's not wrong. And uh, with tequila. Not wrong. Uh, because we don't have any Coke for the fireball. That's I, my guy. I consider drinking fireball straight, but I just, just not, I'm not, not in that mood today. All right. It's time for slang trivia with me. All right. You ready for this one? Let's do it, big guy. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's do it, bro, amigo. Is that one of the words? No. Yeah. Uh, this one is. Ah, suki suki. Ah, suki suki. All right. Say it in a sentence. All right. Um, ah, suki suki. So ah means I'm amazed by something. Suki. I feel like it means like sweet, like sweet sweet. So like, dang. Oh, you, uh, like you know, I come home one day and Dalton's bought some like fruit. Some peaches. I'm like, oh, suki suki. suki. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not terribly wrong, honestly. It, it means, ah, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, all right. Ah, suki suki. Do you, know, do you know when it's from? No. Oh, is it, uh, is it Avatar? No, no, no. What, <laughs> <laughs> what decade it's from? Oh, that would be like the, the 50s. Nope. The 70s. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can see that. All right. This one's easy. You were around in this time. Uh, banger just total banger dude like uh all of drake's songs just total bangers well what does that mean it means just slaps what does slap mean it means it's just it's a hit what does a hit mean uh explain the meaning of banger it's a banger it's like something you can bang your head to like something you can get down with it has a good beat all right it's a banger <laughs> david put a song that makes you feel the need to headband to the beat Oh, headbang. <laughs> headbang to the beat. You're right, you're right. It's a banger. And uh, do you know the year that's from? Uh, recent, like 2016. See, that's, that's where I think it's there's a difference between a banger and a slap. And a song that slaps. Slap at the bass. A song, a song that slaps, slaps is, slap like a, is a hit. It's like, like a solid hit. But a banger. <laughs> that's you really want somebody to laugh at. <laughs> I feel like a banger is like tied to party. And like tied to like 
high vibes, high intensity, like yeah, meant yeah, to be a hit, yeah, like yeah, yeah. meant to bang your head to. Not but a slap is like you're not bopping, like that. You that know is I mean? the opposite of a bang. Same shit, different that's story. Like a, that's a ready. That's a bop. That's that's your bopping. That's a bopping. No, I don't, I don't really want to get that credit for anything. That's just like. Nah, it's just acapella. So a slap would be more like, uh, like if this song slaps, slapping the bass. Not <laughs> a slap would be like, like a, like a any, good, any good rap, hot chili like, pepper song. Like just good rap music, just slapping. That's the bass. slap the bass. That's different. That's the type of movement they're talking about. Slap. I feel like them. I feel like these are also tied to different like genres, because I feel like a rap song would go hard. I don't know. I've, I've heard rap songs slap. Though. I was only asked to use the trivia. All right, massive. hold on. We're confusing ourselves. All right, all right. Move yeah, forward. Move good. forward. Thank you. I feel like I'm doing really uh, well. We're going to go with like word. Word or word is born? Because those are two different things. The fuck you just say? You know, you know that. Word? I don't know the second one. You never heard what'd that? You, wait, no. What did you just say? Word is born. So um, I have friends from Jersey. Use that and, in a sense. Um, the second one, not the first one yet. I'm the better looking brother, like word is born. Like that is like an absolute fact, like truth, you know? Uh, uh-huh. so that, where, that, is, I, where that, is that shit from? It's from New Jersey. I literally just said that if you paid attention to me at all. I don't pay attention. Um, uh, so word is like, I just mean as like a confirmation, like, hey, I need you to go pick up eggs. Like, I'm like oh, word. Like, okay, I'll, I'll go do it for sure. So there's a difference. Uh, yeah. So like word is just like confirmation, like, okay, for sure. And then like word is born is like, that's like fact, like truth. And uh, yeah, so, and what's word? I just he said, said that. What decade? <laughs> you really are not paying attention. <laughs> what decade? What decade is it from? I feel like that'd be from like the forties. You're wrong. Okay. It's from the nineties. Really? Yep. Huh. But go for it, Dalton. It you're also, not. You're not wrong. It's just a little different. So it says here, uh, the shortened form of word is the shortened form of it is my word is bond. So that's, uh, that's where it comes from. Yeah. yeah. Like where, like, like and yeah. maybe it is the same. And whoever you learned it from might just like, that might just be what heard they're born instead of bond. Maybe it's word is bond mm. and they heard word is born. That's such a weird, or maybe like, cause, and then it just got I mean, telephone. You know what? Like you? His, his accent isn't super thick, but maybe like it's like thick enough for me to have like heard it wrong. Yeah. Cause word is bond makes sense. Word is Connected born. To yours. Or, or, I guess word and, word is born can make sense. But also, too, like it could just be something between him and his. Like I have like my own language with you two. You know what I mean? No, you like don't. it I might don't just talk be. Language. Okay, um, but yeah, I feel like I'm killing it. This keep round. going. So keep excited. going. You well, are doing pretty good. Um, hold on, let Caleb's me. gonna be so sad. No, you, Caleb, have to, you have to finish the word definition. Uh, also, can be an agreement or greeting. Caleb loves. What it I was like. so he skipped it. It's word is my bond, which was or which started in prisons, mm. and it means to speak the truth. Oh, that's so that's right. That's, yeah. what, word, that's why I'm like word. it's yeah, probably like, the same it thing. Makes, you just, yeah. just word, got telephoned. Word, word. Yeah. Ready for this one? Yeah. Don't be such a closet disco queen. Closet disco. I feel like this is an outdated term. Um, this is a yesterday phrase. Um, Closet disco queen. I also feel like I'm being set up here. Uh, <laughs> to, to, Answer it. Uh, closet. Use it in a sentence. No, no, no. Define it, then use it Define in a it. sentence. Define it. Yeah, you know what? Do closet, what David wants. Closet disco queen. It is somebody that really enjoys getting dressed up and going to the disco. But they don't want to, like, they don't. They just don't roll around with that group. You know what I mean? So they don't want to be known as that. So they do it. 
not in on public the, on the download on the on the DL. Okay, no, you... no, I no. Oh, yes. I'll be the judge of this. Read what, the definition. When, when's it from? When's it from? When it has to be the seventies, eighties. Um, was was this going the eighties? Yeah, really? Yeah. I thought. Why did I think says, it was the seventies? Started in the seventies. It says uh, somebody who is afraid to go out to the clubs and dance, but will stay at home and shake it to the music on their eight tracks. So they're a disco uh, queen. I, I under yes, I understand. I think you took it. You just took it the other way because the word closet was absolutely in there. yes. That's a thousand percent what I did. But it's the same concept though. Like yeah. you don't want people to see. Don't want it, people to so see. Do it, do it on the DL. I would say, no. I wouldn't say Matt's a closet disco queen because get a couple of drinks in you, you'll go, you'll go ham out there. Oh, I do. I do a, a hard box step, and I smile the whole time. Sometimes I spin a little bit. I do. I love it. What can I say? <laughs> I am a man of simple pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it's time for our next segment, The, the Boys room. room. Yeah, this is our <laughs> advice segment, uh, and we're just going to jump right jump. into this. Does that sound good with you guys? Sounds great to me. I feel like, okay, can I talk about this first one that you that you have in there? Yeah. You said, it says, Matt, what the fuck? I want to read it. Relax. It says, uh, woke girlfriend embarrasses me. Am I seeing woke in the right way as you're seeing it? Yes. Yeah, like she's awake. Nope. No, man. You're seeing it right. Let me, if I get into it, you'll. Okay, okay. I'm just, I want to be sure I read that right. Can you read the name of this subreddit and give credit where credit is due, please? So the name of this subreddit is called Am I the Asshole? And if you have to ask this question, nine times out of 10, it's yes. Just throwing that out there. But I pull all of them from a a separate subreddit called Am I the Asshole Filtered, which only uses the most, uh, most level playing field like answers. Okay. So it only it only posts posts from the original one that have like a a yeah. like close forty between forty and sixty percent of yes and no. Yeah. Rather than ninety and ninety percent yes, ten percent no, or ninety percent no, ten percent yes. Yes, yes. So it says we are hanging out with my sister and her boyfriend last night, and we were just talking about random fears. I said, I still hate the movie Scream because one night when I was seven, my mom asked me to look in her closet because there was a noise and it was probably just a new puppy, but closets freak her out. And my dad was out. So I am the man of the house. Mm. My dad was in the closet and scared the shit out of me with the scream mask (laughs) the weekend after my cousin let me watch, watch the movie. Nice. I thought it was just a random funny story and everyone would laugh, but my girlfriend took it seriously and said that was kind of abusive. I told her I never felt that way and it was just a prank. But she said telling a seven-year-old they are the man of the house is setting them up for toxic masculinity. (gasps) My sister just said, wow, and rolled her eyes. But it was kind of uncomfortable. I told my girlfriend in the car that sometimes I think she tries to act too woke and embarrasses me. She got mad and said, I am making her personality seem like some image she is trying to project. But I feel like I have the right to be honest. Oh, this is damn. <laughs> no, she does have the right to be honest. That's the way she believes. That's what she believes. Yeah. And I think uh, it comes to a point of a, a better discussion than just telling her that straight up. You know, I don't think he should ever put down his lady's thoughts. Um, but also, there's a time and place for everything. I, and my, that, so, and sorry, I, sorry. I don't feel like, <laughs> so, uh, I don't feel like. Uh, it's just it's toxic masculinity 
maybe, but at seven years old, are you really thinking about that? I don't think so. I know I've been told that you, like, our papa would tell us, like, once if he would ever go anywhere, he'd go, he go, Hito, you're the man of the house. And we go, okay, papa. But it never did anything. We never were like, all right, well, yeah. Sure. Like, uh, nothing changed. So I think, like, but that's art. That's us. I that's think different. the comment of her saying, like, I, my question would be, like, why she's, like, what is causing her to say that it's setting them up for toxic masculinity? Like, what is her relationship with that? And from this story, it kind of sounds like she's drawing some clarity of some other issues that maybe he has. Yes. So, like, that would be she my question. She probably sees a side of him you know what that I mean? the sister doesn't see and, and the father and, doesn't and, see. And there's, so there's that for sure. But then also, too, the fact that she's bringing that up is, like... Her way of defending? Her, no, her her way of searching for an answer to a question that she has. like She I, seems like there, a deep thinker. There, there's a question of being like, okay, he's doing this. Yeah. Why? And then now this story comes, she's like, oh, so that makes sense. And then it comes out this way. Um, but at the same time, I feel like family dynamics are super important um, to understand. Understanding I, your, your, where you're like the room. Because like... Reading the room. Uh, or reading the people you're with. Yes, but... What are you saying? I, I, what I'm trying to say is say that oh, I can't if you keep fucking talking. Yeah, um, that you have to under like it's very important because some families are big on pranks. That's how they just tease each other. That's a bonding thing for them. Like Monique's family, they are big on scaring each other. Like I will walk in the house and Monique's dad will just jump out of the closet and scare me, Ugh. and they enjoy it, and that's what they do. In my house, if you ever scare my mom, there's story time. There was one time I decided. <laughs> That it would be funny to scare my mom. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what story I'm talking about? Yeah. My mom had just laid down all she just brought the laundry. In. She dumped it out onto the uh the the couch. Matthew, I've never seen Matthew more excited for something. Like we were sitting on the couch just watching TV, relaxing, and mom dumps all this, like all these towels and clothes. <laughs> At that time, mom did all our laundry. So how old are you? Like 10? I mean, I, that load was just towels. Yeah, it was just it was it was ridiculous, and it was all warm. And so sometimes I would go and lay in lay and lay in there, and then Matthew would go. But this time, like it was like nine o'clock at night. My mom just finished the laundry. She put it all on the on the on the on the couch, and we're sitting down watching TV. And Matthew goes, "Don't watch this." <laughs> and so I'm like, "Oh, great!" So Matthew goes and like goes under everything, and like you you cannot tell that he's in there. Like he is. You can't see shit. <laughs> this this is so good. It's such so, a good story. So I'm laying there and I can hear my mom walking by. So she walks by and I feel her <laughs> like starting to pull <laughs> towels off of the top. And I s- jump up and I scream. My mom gets scared and goes, ah, it scratches me. <laughs> so then I'm like, ah. So then was, I start crying. Ah, ah. And then I get in trouble for scaring my mom, right? And so, like, but he had a scratch across. Yeah, his she, face. she scratched me good. But, uh, but like, like my family's not big on scaring. We don't like to be scared. So, like, that's not. But we're very sarcastic with each other. That's my family dynamic. We are very sarcastic. You know what I mean? Some of us are very good at it, and some of us are not. Um, and Monique's family, like, sarcasm is taken very serious. Like, like they they just don't joke that way. You know, so I feel like the family dynamics are very important to understand because that might just be how they play, right? Clearly, like. You know, it sounds like this stayed with him. You yeah, know, as, yeah. As all childhood trauma, we have one or two of we those all stories. Have them. Um, but my main question is: Matthew's scared of laundry now. 
<laughs> that's why I can't do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I do my own laundry quite a bit. I do. I just don't usually fold them, which might actually lead it, to oh, the story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> my mom's claws are going to come through the laundry basket. Um, but my question is like, why would she, like, what is she looking for an answer to that pins it to that? That's just kind of my assumption. No, it definitely seems like she's coming from a place of like care, but also like, it sounds like a form of being like, like trying to find, she's trying to find the answer to something that she hasn't been able to figure out, mm-hmm. but she's a deep thinker and she's seen these actions and I think she, I mean, she is woke. I'll give her that. Like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I guess Good my biggest problem was just. But the approach the boyfriend took should be better than that. Yes. Was that he, he was saying that it wasn't a true belief, I guess. That it was like, and that's, why are you trying to act woke? And it's like, maybe she's like, I'm not trying to act anyway. That's just what I this think. Is me. That's how I think. Yeah. Constantly. So is he the asshole? Uh, I think. I think he could be considered the asshole for not just the way he handles for it, not yeah. taking the time to like truly understand the situation. Just being like, look, that's embarrassing. Stop doing that. We could be like, okay, why do you do that? Can we do that at a different time? Can we talk about this later? Things like that. There's there's steps instead of just going, Hey, why that's the stupid that embarrasses me. I don't like the way you think. Come on. Come on, Willis. All right, cool. Yeah, there's four answers there. There's you're the asshole, not an asshole, everyone sucks here, or no assholes here, which means like no one's at fault. Yeah. Nah, he'd be considered an ass for that for sure. All right, here's the next one. <clears throat> early last year, my boy, sorry, it's a little long. Uh, early last year, my boyfriend lost his job as a full-time <laughs> medical cur- courier, and I helped him get into an accelerated IT program to get his fundamental cert. <laughs> He was really good at it and even got a job at a charter school shorter after he completed it, but it was short-lived. The job at the school started right as virtual school was gearing up for the summer, and they had him setting up all 5,000 Chromebooks and organizing distribution days all on his own. Nice. It was honestly a mess and a terrible experience for a first-time IT job. Dalton, how do you feel, How do you think you'd feel with that? Put my head down and grind. You'd do it, though? Fucking get it done. You got you to gotta put your time in for IT. He ended up walking out after one of the admins at the school yelled at him for not being on top of things when he was saying uh, it was all above his pay grade. Since then, he hasn't been able to find a job with the state of the virus and doesn't want to work with the public when he doesn't have health insurance. They just moved in together temporarily. Oh, they moved in with his parents temporarily. And he doesn't want to bring the virus home as they're compromised. So since he's home all the time now, he's gotten back into music. I'm all for this and I encourage his music over just playing video games all day. And he started up a channel for covers and started streaming his practices. And with the support of his internet friends, he's decided he wants to do this full time as a job. Fuck yeah. I'm totally cool with him doing this, but I still want him to work somewhere and have a plan B lined up in case this never takes off. I don't (laughs) want to say it won't, but I know it can take years before he'll see any monetary gain from all of this. When we discussed it, I expressed that he should still get a job and not rely on unemployment checks, especially since he's been getting them irregularly with the slowdown of the uh, offices. He said this could be his only chance to go all in 100% because if he'd be working a job, he'd be too exhausted to put all his energy into music. Uh, I'm kind of stuck because, yes, I want him to pursue it and see where it goes. Uh, because he really is talented, but on the other hand, I don't want to get stuck with all the bills and be stuck at his parents' house for the next five years. Plus, content creation as a career seems so risky month to month, and I don't work in a career field where I'll make enough to equal two people's incomes. 
I also think I'd grow resentful if I'm stuck working and he falls off of his game with making music or hits a creative block and then he's just sitting around. So what do I do? How can I be supportive but firm that he should pursue some kind of career at the same time? Compromise. I feel like he's, I, I feel like, and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong here, but I feel like he should definitely get a job. Like, especially IT, you don't need to be physically there. Like, I feel like his experience of being an IT guy that needed to load 5,000 You don't truck, need, okay, you, you just be at to home. get an IT job, to be honest, it, I, all I have to do is say that I'm going to school and I'm going to get a certificate for this. And people, like three people in my class have already gotten hired at IT level ones just for saying that they're going to the school. And they're going to start after the program's no, over? No, they already started. They're already working. They're already in it. It's not like it's not it's not terribly difficult. They they need people so bad right now. So because everything's online. Everything's online. It's just the security level, the threat levels are so high right now. Um, and nothing is safe. Nothing is safe right now. So yeah, there's definitely he can get a good IT job if he wanted to. Um there's a few things. One, kudos to the girl for, you know, supporting him. Wanting him to do those things and wanting him to do that. Like, not telling him that it's not going to go anywhere, but telling him, like, hey, like, honestly, this is going to take time and I can't do this all myself. That is the most understandable thing that, that you can ever say to anybody. That's very responsible. Because yes. you're being upfront. You're not like, you do your thing, I got you. And then growing. And the fact that she's like, I feel like I'm going to grow resentful. And like, she's not wrong. She, she she probably will. She's aware of it. If, you he, know? if he doesn't end up doing anything, not making any type of progress within five years and uh, that's that's another type of art right there. Like that is that is an industry that's very hard to get into. You got to work for it. You got to grind. And yes, but there's also the thing where if you want it bad enough, you'll make it happen. It doesn't matter what fucking time you're doing it. You're gonna enjoy it and love what you're doing, and you're gonna work your ass off at it. Yeah. So even if he does have an eight-hour job that kicks his ass every day, but he comes home and he still wants to do the music, and he grinds through that, that's gonna show. Whether it's going to be amazing or not, it's up. It's on him. So he he would have to make that understanding, make everything click for him to understand that 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 needs to happen. You do need to get a job at some point because she's thinking of your future. And yeah, you should like you are too, but also like you really want to pursue your dream, and that's a beautiful thing. She's supporting you, but also like bro, like get a job, like just something a little bit to work it out. You know what I mean? At least enough to cover your half of the the expenses, right? Exactly. Like if you're living with your parents, they're not making you pay rent or whatever, or even if the rent is like super cheap, like make enough to cover your personal bills, your half of everything, and then if you can do that with a part time, like you know, rent I'm assuming is cheap because of the parents, like then realistically you could do that and then pursue it, you know? Um, but like, I think that a lot of times actively seeing somebody do things every day to reach something is very helpful as opposed to um, like being like, all right, you know, you say goodbye to your wife as she goes to work or whatever. And then you're home and you work all day. But then when your wife comes home, you stop. She doesn't see you actively. I would, Personally, I would make a point to make sure that I was doing something whenever, you know, Monique came home. So she knows, like, I'm actually doing You're things working or have something. stuff to show her as opposed yeah. to just being like, you know, nothing to show for my he efforts. Ha- he, like, he has the results. He's showing that he's working. But I also think, like, there's a point in time where, like, you are in quarantine. Opportunities are out there. But also, like, you're not going to be spending a lot of money anytime soon because it's kind of impossible to right now. So there are the ups and downs from it for sure. Like, I can see why he thinks like that. Like, just grind it out. He has all the time in the world. Everybody's at home watching YouTube. Nobody's doing anything. 
So it is a great time to be doing that stuff, right? But at the same time, like, you have responsibilities as a boyfriend, as a partner, to make sure that this shit happens. And you got to make sure that you can take care of your side of this, of what you got going on. So when it comes down to it, like, neither one of them are asses. I feel like that's just... Uh, I think they need to communicate. That's a communication thing that they need. They just need to talk about. It's and it's gonna be a hard conversation for sure. He's gonna think that he, she's shutting down his dreams, and he's gonna be like all pissed off about it. It's, it's gonna be a whole thing. Do you think so? If she's saying do this, but like you need to, you still need to make money at some point. Do I think what about it? Like, does do that still? Like you're saying that he's gonna he's gonna think that she's t- she's like crushing his dreams or whatever. That's what he's gonna take it hard. Yeah, I feel like that's anybody that you know thinks they have to work hard. They're gonna get there. They have such high hopes for themselves, but they don't see the reality. And I think that's hard for an artist to see is the reality of something. Um, but if he can realize that, and it will take him time, but he'll he'll realize that it's not just about. Um, it's not just about her not believing in you. It's about like, okay, I have to, you know, show her that I still believe in us and I still want to do this, but I got to separate my time. It's all time management, baby. Figure that shit out. You got to do it. You want it bad enough? You're going to fucking get it. So my daughter's enemy is her ex's new girlfriend. Does that make sense? Yep. My daughter's enemy. Wait, my daughter's enemy is her ex's new girlfriend the daughter's boyfriend's new girlfriend yes the daughter's ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend yes copy he didn't cheat but started dating her soon after he broke up with my daughter unexpectedly and began seeing this new girl about a month later she started at his job after they broke up and my daughter confronted them both to confirm he didn't leave her for this new girl i don't condone this but it happened For the last couple of weeks, I've been hearing about how this new girl is fat and she's ugly and I let my daughter vent and get her frustrations out, but it has gotten too aggressive and too rude. She doesn't say these things to anyone else but me. Good. She was showing me this girl's Instagram and pointing out every flaw and I was so annoyed and sad to hear my daughter say such evil things about someone. I finally said, I think the girl is pretty and I don't see anything wrong. My daughter lost it. She cried and screamed and said, I thought her ex... And said, I thought her ex upgraded. I told her I didn't think that at all. And I think he's missing out. But she wouldn't hear any of my reassurance. Was I an asshole because I didn't just let her vent and said something that obviously hurt her? I've clarified several times that this girl is in no way prettier or better than her. But uh, but she won't hear it. She's insecure as fuck. Did they say how old this girl is? Uh, no, I'm guessing high school. It has to be or something. We just assume high school if they're working somewhere. I think that's hard because I think that there's a heartbreak hurts. level of of security that we feel with our parents, uh-huh. you know, and then to have them like we just assume that they're always on our side. They're always going to agree. But at the same time, I feel like there's a there's a very important uh, life lesson here that he absolutely butchered in being like. It doesn't matter. Like, like you shouldn't be putting down this other girl because she's dating your ex. Like, you're, it has nothing to do with her. Like, it's your ex. Like, I feel like she's comparing herself and the way that she's deciding to justify or, or even, you know what I mean? Like, she's just, like, there's no reason to be putting her down. Like, be upset. Like, absolutely. Okay, but, 
But I, I don't know. I feel like they're both in the wrong. Be upset at the dude. Be upset at the dude. That, I would. Could, could Communication could have definitely gone better instead of telling her, like, no, she's pretty. Like, you're... No, I think he should, like, use her thought process, like, against her in a way. And just kind of be like, look, like, 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 why would you, would you think this if she wasn't dating him? Like, would you think she, like, she's ugly, that she has weird toes, all this stuff? Like, if she wasn't dating your ex-boyfriend? If they just work together, would you think the same? And if she and if she was able to kind of have that realization on her own instead of him telling her, I think as guys, as men, we want to fix things right away. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that's a problem. Um, I think we should just hear ladies out, um, hear your partner out, no matter who it is, and just kind of understand that sometimes things don't have to get fixed. They just need to be heard and listened to and not necessarily understood, just know that that person's there and to, to her her dad was there right her dad was listening all this stuff but i can't understand why the dad's like can't find that definitely unhealthy because it is very unhealthy mm-hmm. she's comparing herself she's getting more and more insecure with her own self and just it's going downhill very fast but at the same time like that could definitely be the reason why they broke up in the first place because she was so insecure and so you know very touchy with these subjects you know so yeah and I, I feel like he just could have been like hey why don't we just not worry about your ex or anybody that he's dating and just let's focus on you like i feel like there's other ways around it as opposed to being like well i mean i think she's pretty you know like yeah, especially it's, if it's you know a young I could girl see that being like kind of creepy I, well i could see that i could see that being said like in a frustrated at the end of his rope oh like yeah. she's like this just, and this and this and he's like honestly she looks pretty like that's but, what i see but then it's just it shows like he said she looks i think the girl is pretty and i don't see anything wrong that translated in her head to so you think he upgraded which again it's that's scream of insecurity right and there's like this like whole communication issue are they both assholes yes Yes, they're both assholes. I think they both could have Everyone sucks better. here. Everyone yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah. but um, I think there's a lot of situations that could be fixed here. Communication, again, with the, just from a father standpoint, bro, like, like, know how to talk to your daughter, including if she's old enough to be dating and stuff. Like, know how to have that communication yeah. with her because she's going to shut everything off from that I point just, on. I just wonder, like, what caused her to react that way? Like, what has she seen? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is... I, I, for honestly, I would, if I was him, I'd be like, has, like, has my wife done something or said these things about another woman that is translating down? Be like, yeah. she's, because a lot of times when we respond to something, we simply do what we've seen people in authoritative positions handle that same situation yeah, or yeah. something similar, right? That's how we react. Like, why does that's why that's you okay? see, actually, I've been thinking about, I thought about this today. Hmm. Like, when you see kids play house, they tend to play, the role that they see their parents play. And so I was thinking about, I was like, what a like interesting barometer to think about, like, what do my kids think about me? And you just watch them play like a scenario where they, they have to play a parent of some type. Right. Yeah. Like how does your kid act? Because I'm telling you right now, if my kid starts acting like he's drunk, I'd be like, damn, like that's all my kid sees because that's that's, exactly. It's uh, automatically what Mm -hmm. he, what he represents. Right. So let's take that, but like bring it out to a broader scale. You have kids who maybe this is her first breakup. Maybe this is her first time being upset with another another girl, woman, right? 
But this is also then, the pinnacle time to change that then, mindset. Then she reacts in this way. My question as a father would be like, okay, what has she seen that's led her to believe yeah. this is the proper way to respond to this yeah. situation? That's an issue, right? And so now I need to address this. He did it terribly, but we need to make sure that this is this is fixed. Mm-hmm. You know? it, I mean, it could be on the dad too. Absolutely. It could be the dad, you know, if the dad's married and then still making a bunch of comments about other people, mm-hmm. she could... Be seeing that and being like, maybe he doesn't make as many to the wife or so. And so yeah. you know, she's like, well, dad, saying all this about other people. So, so yeah. Matt, what are you squaring up with this week? This week, I am squaring up with Dalton because he's upset now. And I don't really. Just fucking tell me what you're squaring up with, bitch. You. Okay. All right. I'm squaring up with you, Dalton. What are you squaring up with this week? Um, I'm sticking with the peanut butter thing. Okay. Wet peanut butter. Wet peanut butter? Yeah. Oh, oh, when you want to clean it. Yeah, when you have to yeah. clean peanut butter off something. That's good. Yeah, that's why I always kind of like just refuse to wash it till last minute. Uh-huh. It just the texture and the smell of it grosses me out. What about you, David? What are you squaring up with this week? I'm squaring up with uh, my braces. My entire, like the bottom <laughs> half of my mouth is all the gums are just cut open and basically cut like when you hold your hand up right where your thumb meets your finger. Like that little flap, it's like cut right there, but in my mouth. So it can never really heal because it's continuously being used. I hate it. Do you have wax? Yeah, I've been wearing it. Yeah, I I do not miss And then I thought it gave me a migraine, so then I didn't want to wear it the next day. (laughs) What's wax? Remember the wax, like the little mold stuff you would put on your brackets? I never never put that on. I thought that was a thing. Did you just cut your lips? All the time. Really? Yeah. Oh, you just put wax on and it was nice and smooth. I'm surprised because that's painful. I can barely eat with that. I never really worried about it. (laughs) I just, it's like, that's, I I figured that it it is what it is. If there was something to fix it, they would, they would tell me. Huh. Well, that's nice to know that I could have fixed that shit. Matt, what's your woe dude of the week? My woe dude of the week. I was not prepared for these. Uh, what is my woe dude of the week? Oh, my woe dude of the week was at the gym across the street. There was a uh, white Mustang that was just parked in this like entryway of this driveway. The entire windshield was like batted in, like it was broken. Like somebody took a baseball bat, beat the whole thing in, broke all the windows on the side. And then there was people out there trying to get it to start to drive it home. Is that what was happening? Uh-huh. I didn't realize it was bad, bad yeah. in. Yeah. I didn't realize until a couple of people uh, told me about it. They're like, yeah, like the whole windshield was just like Whoa. shattered. That's insane. I didn't I didn't, I didn't see that. I saw the, the car. It was nice. A nice yeah. car. Brandon get on someone's bad side? No, it wasn't his. Damn. Um, What's my woe, dude? Oh. I think I know what it is, but this is from like a week or two ago, but okay. you finished the torso, right? For my droid. Yeah. So we have one half of the droid almost done. That That's your woe, dude? That's my woe, dude. I'm like, whoa, dude, it's almost done. You sent me a picture of it. I did. And I was very excited. Do you have a lot of sanding to do? It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be hard work. Me and David have a day plan I think for that, it. that should be your woe, dude. Your woe, dude, should be when I show you everything that needs to get sanded. We already like, have plans, dude. And then you'll be like, whoa. Oh, actually, no. I have a whoa, dude. I have a whoa, dude. My new whoa, dude of the week, my official one, is all the fucking Star Wars shows that are coming out. And I got to give props to The Mandalorian because like, I did not think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did 
Second season, way better than the first season. First season was okay. Second season is blowing my mind, giving me blue balls with all the fucking excitement that they have just in the Wait, Mandalorian series. Are you caught up all the way now? I'm all caught up. Okay. And I'm so excited. It's so cool. And they came out with a bunch of new shows they're coming out with. And instead of uh, doing more Star Wars The Clone Wars, they're doing, uh, what's it called? The the Bad Batch. The, the Bad Batch. I'm so fucking pumped for them. Those motherfuckers are awesome. So, uh, yeah, all this new Star Wars stuff has hyped me up a lot. Super excited for That's it. That's true. He was literally standing in the living room cheering uh, the other day. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And, like, Kenobi, uh, they're doing an Ahsoka one, right? Uh, and I'm guessing they're going to use the same actor they used for The Mandalorian. What else? They're, do- uh, they're coming out. So... There's just one thing that I really want, and I know they're working on three to four different video games for Star Wars. They're, it's in it's in uh, development, and I've been dying, dying for a Star Wars RPG. That's all I fucking want. Like Knights of the Old Republic? No, like like think of uh, of Skyrim. But fucking Star Wars. Yeah, that would be super uh, cool. Like that's the Old Republic is good, but that's turn based. Like a huge like open world. Yeah, yeah. That would be yeah. Cool. You just go to planet to planet. Because even what was the Star Wars game that we played? The Fallen Battlefront Two. No. Fallen Order. Yeah. Because uh, that one is like it's kind of open world, but it's still very yeah. like. It's very guided. linear. Yeah. It's very platform. Planet you yeah. go to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that game is fucking. That game so is great. Fun. So much fun. David, dude, what is your woe due to the week? Uh, my woe due to the week was this video I watched where a dude took a mop bucket, a leaf blower, and an umbrella, and he made a basically a go-kart with it. That's cool. So he sat in the mop bucket, he held the umbrella opened in front of him. And he blew and into then it. Blew, turned the leaf blower on. Dude was hauling ass down the street on the video. I didn't think you could go, you could go that fast. Oh, yeah. So not just whoa. the fact that it worked, but seeing how fast he went, I was like, whoa, dude, that's crazy. You did. You actually said it. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like that story. Yeah. That's Matt, pretty cool. I think I've seen that. I'm just not sure if I have. It's not TikTok. I feel like I have. Matt, what's your, uh, what, what gets you stoked this week? What got me stoked this week? Uh, what got me stoked this week? Oh, I know what got me stoked this week. I got a gift oh, from. I did not think I would say that one. I got a gift from Ernesto. And it is a tequila bottle that has my name on it. Has so, our name on it. Our name, sorry. Monique and I built a website for the import company that uh, that his family has. And as a thank you, he gave me this super sick tequila bottle with our last name on it. And then he, Monique has one with her first and middle name on it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, super sweet. So, yeah. So that is a... Shouty touty. Shouty touty to, to uh, the, the tequila family. Tequila Imports. Yeah, uh, Gideon Tequila Imports. Uh, but yeah, that that was that got me stoked. I, there's a video and I'm literally like super excited about it. So I was assuming you're stoked was what you just talked about. I was like, yeah, but a, I just remember you said a woe dude, but that was pretty much your get stoked for all the yeah, Star my woe dude. I guess I I was I had something in my mind. Oh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 coming out. Yeah, is I, your is your I was stoked, stoked for it. I was oh. stoked for it. Glad I didn't buy it, <laughs> but I'm stoked. I'm stoked to play it later on After once they, they fix, fix all their the bullshit. Once your dong stops disappearing in it, yeah. I mean, how that sucks, dude. You can't just be fully nude in a video game. What the fuck? Like, and plus, a lot of people are whole butthurt because they're like, their small dong for these characters are like our dongs. Like, like <laughs> they were all pissed about it. It's all over everywhere. It's so funny. But um, yeah, you can 
you can like the biggest customization that has settings and different like girths and all this stuff is about dicks on your character. That's it. It's just like the face design minimal, um, body design minimal, dick design. Fucking get into that shit. I think that's so funny. Why? Why? Who knows? Who cares? But you know what? It's in it, and it makes the game so much better. I'm so excited to play it. Just just to have the biggest penis. Or the smallest. Who who cares? <laughs> David, what got you stoked this week? Uh, what got me stoked was also a video game, but it was Sekiro. And Sekiro is along that line of like Dark Souls games where everyone's just like, those are the hardest games ever. Uh, I can attest to that. I played for like two and a half hours, did the same exact section over and over. How many and over times? And over How you've sent me the number? How many times? Oh, I texted you because I got to a boss, and I think the day that I played, I had played like two other days before that, trying to fight this boss. I died like fifteen or sixteen times, and then I went and did some other stuff, leveled up, came back, and then killed her on the first try. Oh man, that feeling when you just like murder someone. Ooh. It's nice. So just the learning the <laughs> getting the learning curve of that game and especially yeah. just the feeling of satisfaction when you've spent hours and hours trying to do the same thing over and over uh-huh, again uh-huh. and it finally pays off. Got me pretty stoked uh, for the rest of the I, game. I don't know if I could ever do a game like that. I think yeah, Matthew could probably roll the game like Dark Souls, but I don't Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know if I could play I that. I can see myself getting very frustrated. I thought your start this week was going to be a uh, Ubisoft. Be- I, I, that just reminded me of it right now. Oh, okay. I finally beat, I completed a childhood goal of mine. I beat Donkey Kong Country. Whoa. Yes. You were still playing that like in the interim? Yeah, so I, I pl- started playing it. I got like halfway through and then stopped for a while. And then I thought about it the other day and I was like, oh, you know what? Let me go set up the switch in my room really quick and play it. And then I like finished it and it, I don't know. It was cool. I've, I've always wanted to. The first half is so much more memorable because that's what I remember from my childhood. You go past it. Yeah, but then I got to a point where like I just couldn't, like, didn't have the motor skills or whatever. And so then the the back half was was pretty cool. And the very last boss at the very end, it does this little like trick on me, and I was like, oh damn, got me. But it took me a while. The the last boss took me a while, and I'm not proud of it. But it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, that got me stoked this week. Nice, nice. But. All right, if you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for your time. We really do appreciate it. And if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and click the subscribe button below and the notification button in the corner. That way you know when we upload our newest videos. Uh, and go ahead and follow us on all social media platforms at Drum Podcast. And if you would like a uh, Christmas card, I almost said letter, but I don't want to do any writing. Uh, no more letters. If, if you want a Christmas card, uh, DM us your address, and we will make sure that you get one. The first 20 will have them, and then we won't have any more. So, sorry. Uh, you have to wait till next year. But Darn. until then, thank you so much for your time. Everybody be safe. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.